Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. New York City! You're now rocking with the best, in my humble opinion. Keep McPherson on the fan, watching the Knicks in here, and uh, yeah, I told you, Mike McCarthy is back. How about them Cowboys? Like, why would they move on from the guy? He's got one more year on his contract. I said this earlier in the show. He's got one more year on his contract. This was his first year calling the plays. You got the best year out of your quarterback, the best year out of your star receiver, your number one receiver. You run it back. Dak endorsed him. I know fans are upset. It took a couple days, but cooler heads prevail. And as a Dallas Cowboys fan out there, Listening and uh, myself being a fan of the team, just locked in, loyal to the team. I know they're frauds. I know it's embarrassing. I know it sucks. I know it's disappointing. The big D stands for big disaster waiting to happen, right? America's team to laugh at, all of that. But, man, let, let this be an origin story. Let this fuel them into next year. That's an embarrassing loss. That's an all-time bad no-show collapse. Let that fuel these guys in the weight room. Let that fuel these guys... On draft night, let that fuel these guys in the front office going to sign free agents. Let that fuel Dak Prescott, who, like I said, he's going to have a daughter this year. Life is going to completely change for him. I've got a ton of respect for the guy off the field. I think he obviously could do better on the field. I think he obviously is folded in the biggest moments, but maybe this is the year, right? You go through the disappointment of that ass-whooping by the Packers at home on national television for everybody to see. Yup, you are who we thought you were. Frauds, pretenders, you, 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 you choked again. So stomach that, internalize that, and go back to work. Mike McCarthy's got another year on his deal. He got the best season out of Dak Prescott, the best season out of CeeDee Lamb, the first season that they moved on from Kellen Moore, the first season that he was calling the plays. I said, I blame Dan Quinn. Your defense was not ready at all. You didn't get one sack. You gave up a ton of points. You gave up points right away. So right away, the offense is in the hole. Right away, they're pressing. Right away, they feel like they got to come back. They got to save the day. Dak did too much. He threw the ball away. Why? Well, threw the ball away, turned the ball over. Because he's trying to force the ball to Brandon Cooks or CeeDee Lamb, trying to make more happen, not playing in the flow of the game, not playing relaxed, not just doing what comes natural. So if you want to... Jump ship if you want to throw away your Dallas Cowboys gear and pick another team, do that. But they're running it back with Mike McCarthy, as I expected. Dak Prescott endorsed him and said, hey, if he's on the hot seat, I should be on the hot seat as well. 
Dan Quinn deserves a ton of blame. Dan Quinn's whole scheme was we're going to run zone, and when you run zone in football, you better sack the quarterback or create coverage sacks, and they weren't able to do either one. Dan Quinn's going to take a job somewhere else. Good. Goodbye. Bring in a good defensive coordinator. Bring in a good defensive coordinator. There's going to be guys available, multiple guys available. Bring in somebody to run the defense. Can we draft a linebacker? Right, Leighton Van Der Esch is done. Can we draft a stud middle linebacker that can run around and make plays? Trayvon Diggs will be back. Can we sign Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry said he wants to win a Super Bowl. I know everybody's talking about where Saquon's going to go. Sign Derrick Henry. But honestly, they they don't have the money. They're going to have to give Dak an extension. Dak is going to get top billing. <laughs> He's going to make just as much as Lamar and Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow. And you still got to pay Micah Parsons. You still got to pay C.D. Lamb. 877-337-6666. Let's get back to the phones. I was talking about the Yankees, and I know Yankee fans are not satisfied. Yankee fans, I will see you on January 27th at Baseline Social. Myself and Aaron Boone on stage for a Q&A. Trust me, I have notes of questions I want to ask Aaron Boone. A lot of the stuff that you've heard me complain about WFAN on. Like, what's up with all the pet names, bro? Judgy and Kingy and Glaby. I'll ask him. I'll ask him. Nicely, professionally, you know. Boone, what's up with making enemies out of all the umpires? I feel like they got it out for you, bro, for years. From when Guardy was banging on the <laughs> on the top of the dugout. Yankees versus the umps. You're still getting tossed out of games. You're leading the league. You've been tossed out of games more than anyone in history at the rate that you've been tossed. What's that all about? You're going you're gonna to calm that down this year? No, that's just how you are. You guys are savages in the box. So come out to Baseline Social January 27th, Oceanport, New Jersey, Fort Monmouth, Monmouth County, where I'm from. That's going to be a good time. It's a day party. Starts early at 1130. There's open bar, buffet. It's going to be a bunch of Yankee fans and former Yankee and Yankee manager Aaron Boone, myself on stage, taking your questions, interactive Q&A. And then the week after that, is our Yankee Fan Fest. I just talked about how the Red Sox aren't doing a Fan Fest this year. Is they're trying to figure out things. Well, the Yankees don't do a Fan Fest anymore. So over at American Dream, right across the street from MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, there's a three-day Yankee event. You can come out and meet Andy Pettit and Jorge Posada and Don Mattingly. I saw Bernie Williams is going to make it this year. I'll be out there hosting, and it's going to be a good time. Last year was crazy in a good way. And I know now with the experience of last year, it's going to be even better this year. I'm looking forward to it. So I'll see you guys back-to-back weekends, January 27th at Fort Monmouth for the Aaron Boone Q&A. And then February 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at American Dream for Pinstripe Pride, what's becoming our Yankee Fan Fest. Bruce is in Flushing. What's up, Bruce? You're on the fan. Hey, Chase. Three Yankee points, if I can. And also, I want to correct you. The Yankees cut Gonzalez today. They didn't pick him up. They put him on waivers today. Oh, they did cut Gonzalez. Well, they they originally picked up Gonzalez early on in the offseason, and then they cut him to make room for Stroman. Stroman, yeah. Three Yankee points. Number one, since I won't be able to make it to your thing with Aaron Boone, the one thing I'd be curious to see if you can ask him, with the added speed they have this year, you got Volpe, you got uh, Alex Rodego, you got Grisham. I think Booney needs to be more aggressive with stolen bases. So if you get a chance, 
I'm wondering if you might be able to ask him that. Okay. Put it in my notes. I got a little note called Boone Questions. I'll add it. Second point. I read somewhere, or not somewhere, I read um, on, with, the, with the Marlins that they'd be willing to trade their second baseman in the right deal. However, the negative thing on this, on this kid, you know, the guy who owns his 400, um, is that he's horrible defensively. So my question to you is, as a Yankee person, I think he'd be a perfect leadoff guy, but I don't know how bad defensively he is. Would you be? You're willing- talking about Luis Lu- Luis Arias, who uh, you know stole the triple crown from Judge when he was right. with the Twins. He had the highest batting average, and they shut him down for the last series of the year. And he went to the Marlins last year. He was hitting 400 for a little while, and yeah, he's a machine at the plate. Would you Would you be willing? To go after him, knowing supposedly his bad defensively, and 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 you know it would have to be a big deal, probably you know to go after Jesus Lozardo, and the Yankees have to give up really good top top prospects. However, I do not want to give up Spencer Jones, and we'll get them in a second. But would you be willing to risk negative defensive to get his bat in the lineup? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the, the Yankees will figure out how to play defense. They never seem to figure out how to hit, especially in the postseason. And last year when they couldn't only, you know, get three runs across, like, yeah, we need hitters. Have hitters in the whole lineup. It's going to help everybody. Um, I'm not so worried about the defense if the Yankees can put up eight runs. Okay. And the third point, this kid Spencer Jones, I was, they were talking about him on Yankee Hot Stove. Yeah. I, I didn't even realize do you know he stole 43 bases this past year? No, I did not realize that, but he is a gazelle. He's 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 tall, he's long, pause. I, I saw him, I, I, I know I've said this a bunch of times on air. I saw him at the Futures game in Seattle, and I did not know he was, he was like Aaron Judge. Like He's like 6'6", 6'7". He's, he's a monster. I think they have to keep that kid this year just in case they don't sign Juan Soto. You can fast-track him to come up. And you look, and you look at that outfield. If they lose Soto, which I hope they don't, but if they do, then outfield the future will be Spencer like, Jones, you, Jason Spencer? Dominguez, Aaron Judge. Yeah, yeah, great outfield. One last point: when you see Pettit, and I know he's worked with the pitchers, and I think he worked a little bit with Rondon. To me, Pettit would be the perfect guy to work with, with Rondon a lot in spring training, trying to teach him that cutter. And I'm wondering when you see him, if you can bring that subject up to him too. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to talk to me, if I get to talk shop with these guys, I, I do get access to like the green room era, uh, area there. I don't know, but I'm, I'm such a fan. Like I've talked about how I fumbled my opportunity to talk to Donnie baseball. I don't know how it's going to go, but I, I got you. These are, these are in my notes. Um, and if I can do that, I'll come back to the fan with the conversation from Boone and Pettit. Pleasure talking to you. Have a good night. Thanks for the call, Bruce. Yeah, um, let me double check and see if if Andy Pettit is definitely going to be out there. I'm pretty sure he is, but it's just there's so many guys. If you go to HallOfFameSignings.com, if you just Google pin, Pinstripe Pride Event, it's got the whole list of guys that are going to be out there. I think if you're a Yankee fan over the last like 30, 40 years, you'll you'll like this type of event because it's it's all of them there. It's like everybody. Mariano, Paul O'Neill, Tino, Volpe's going to be there this year, Austin Wells, Jose Trevino, Wade Boggs, 
<laughs> oh, rolled his Chapman, Domingo Herman. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Ross is in Bergen County. Ross is on the fan every day. What's up, Ross? Hey, how's it going, Keith? How you been? Good, good, good. How are you? Not bad. I'm just real quick. Uh, if you check out this Red Wings Panthers game, they're doing something new. Where uh, I don't know if you saw real quick, they were supposed to do the Saber Blackhawk game up in Buffalo, but like with the weather, and everything they had to postpone the game. And TNT had their filming crew out there originally, so when they had to nix that game last second, they like the the panel took over this Red Wing Panther game, and the pregame panel is actually calling the game live, like the play by play and everything. There's oh no, no I did. I, I'm watching the Knicks in here. Only one TV in here, and I did not pick up on any of that. I I did glance over at the Devils during the commercial. They're down one nothing, but no, that's the first I'm hearing of yeah. that. Yeah, I mean it's up. They got Hank, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you ever heard the name Paul Bissonnette. He's kind of a bigger deal in the media than he would play like a year and a half as a goon. You know, actually playing, but all in all, you know something different they're doing. They're so much better than uh, I, I shouldn't say so much better, but ESPN. You know, they had the right style on NBC way back when. Kind of grew up on them, but hey, man, you know what are you gonna do? But uh, anyway, you know, real quick on the bombshell today with you know Andrew Martian and all that, the Spike Eskett thing. You know, say what you want about you know a Philly guy running uh, NYC radio and all that. And, you know, I, I, I know it's like a, a highly controversial topic on Twitter. I'll say this, you know, you look at, I saw you linked that New York Post article, you know, he correctly changed with the times, you know, say it as you will. I know a lot of people, you know, get, you know, get on the NBA saying, oh, you know, this different game, everything, can't check it out. But, you know, it's changed with the times. Even look at, you know, the numbers, he got the numbers to back it up. Boomer and Geo, you know, going nowhere. Even look at the midday and afternoon, you know, say what you want about the reputation on Twitter, but the numbers are backing it up. Right. So far, Twitter, so Twitter is fake. That's what I put out there today. Wow, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, your opinion, your opinion doesn't matter half as much as you think. I, I see all of these loud opinions. People claiming they're dancing in the streets. People claiming, oh, ding dong, the it's witch a is dead. Majority. Yeah, it's like you guys it's are losers. You guys are, you guys are celebrating nothing. You're listening to WFAN right now. You know what I'm saying. Listen, every listen. Every move he made was the, nobody's saying every move the guy made was you know the correct one. But listen, like I said, the numbers bagging up, and hey, Turnoff was here for what thirty years. He was no, you know, perfect soul in the world. WFAN is alive and well. There's nothing right. to say that WFAN is ruined or dead. Spike was here for two and a half years. He helped move us into the future. And uh, like I said, it doesn't matter what people on the outside say. Go look at all. I have a list. I made a list on Twitter when I first started here. If you go to my profile and you click on list, I have a WFAN, Odyssey, CBS radio list. And if you scroll through that list, like every host here or every guy in the background is writing like what Spike did for them, what Spike meant to them. Like literally all of us are writing like, yo, I wouldn't have gotten this chance if it wasn't for Spike. Like I wouldn't like thank you, Spike, for the opportunity and obviously the help and coaching and like, yeah, it's the outpouring of People at, at WFAN, CBS, Odyssey talking about what kind of guy Spike is, that's real. All the other people on the outside that never met him that are just critical and negative people on Twitter that are, you know, acting like this guy ruined WFAN, that's fake. Well, I'll just say this. You know, you look at there's only one major New York sports radio outlet leaving FM by the end of this year. Great not, call. You know, right, and, and, in and seven it. months, the other FM sports station won't even be well, on your dials. You won't be able to find it. On it's FM, you have to go to AM. You have to go to digital day. app. It'll just be WFAN. What will happen in this summer when the Yankees right. are playing and the Mets are playing 
and you're you're on your dial trying to find something else. It's right here, bro. We're not going anywhere. We're good. It'll be like uh, Throwback Thursday they had on Afternoons the other day. It's going to be you know a daily occurrence for them. We're good. And we got oh some tricks God, up man. our sleeves for the future too, right? You guys see the the Boomer and Geo live shows. I'm I'm doing right. these events popping up. Um, we're all very visible. We go to games. There's more stuff. I can't wait for DJs this year. Like WFN is just fine. Yeah, I might be. Any, uh, yeah, the. Uh, well, I think it's you know, under 21. You can only be down there for the morning show. But I've been, I was looking to go this year. We had something come up. But we got to yeah, grow up, Ross. Head. You got to grow up one day. <laughs> hey, dude, dude, I just hit 17. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm no 16 anymore. But, hey, real quick, uh, one more thing. This Aaron Boone thing, is that uh, – that's I know it's a, a bar and whatnot. Is that no, it's, uh, there, well, all it's, it's a bar, but it's a, it's, it's a big yeah. venue. So there's kids there, and there's underage people there. You don't you don't have to drink. It's uh, um, we might be in the area for we might stop by. It's at Fort we Monmouth. I I honestly haven't been there yet. Growing up, like Fort Monmouth was like an army base or yeah. something. Like I I have no idea what this place. I've seen you know drone footage and images on uh, Baseline Social's Instagram. I'm I'm excited for it, man. It's gonna be cool. Uh, one more uh, real quick, an actual sports take before you know I uh, cap it off. What are you? What are your thoughts on uh, billionaire owner Steve Cohen trading uh, Cooper Hummel for uh, cash consideration <laughs> yeah, for the we Giants? T- we were talking about that last oh, night, Paulie and I. We're like, oh, it yeah. counts. As, uh, I must have missed it. It counts as something. Oh, yeah, it yeah. counts as a move. It counts as their you know an off season move. Yeah. They're working. But, they're doing something. You know, a pretty penny's valuable to a billionaire too. What are you going to say? <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Appreciate the time. Thanks for the call, Ross. Okay, so I think I said Pettit and Posada at Pinstripe Pride. They were there last year. Shout out to uh, JJ Retch1333 on Twitter. He says no Pettit or Posada this year. So maybe not. Um, I got to get the full list, and I was just looking at the website to try and run through the list of names. Maybe no Pettit, no Posada, but um, I did see Buck Showalter, Willie Randolph, Bernie Williams, I said already, Don Mattingly, Goose Gossage. I joked about Domingo Herman and Chapman, Wade Boggs, Jay Buhner, uh, Gary Sheffield, Hideki Matsui, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson will be there. Wow. Spencer Jones is going to be there, too. Same day as Reggie Jackson. It's cool, man. Joe Girardi, Ron Geardry. I was, I was kicking it with Gator last year. David Cohn, Johnny Damon, Bucky Dent. Shout out to Bucky. He's always the best when I run into Bucky. Such a nice dude. Aaron Boone will be there. So I'll see Aaron Boone back-to-back Saturdays. Roy White. Roy, Roy White is the man. Quiet is kept. Love when I run into to, to Roy. He's he's such a nice guy. Like, all these guys are nice. All these Yankee legends, they're nice guys. And this event brings out the fanatics. There's so many people that are collectors that want things signed. And it's a good time. If you're into the Yankees, there's vendors. I know Ball Vinny will have. His shirt's for sale. I know Brian Hoke and Mark Feinstein were there last year. I think they're setting up again to sell their books. Um, check it out. It's it's uh, HallOfFameSignings.com. You can look up Hall of Fame Signings on Twitter, on Instagram. You can look at my Twitter, Instagram. I've got them on there, and that's where you find all the information. Cecil Fielder, Charlie Hayes, Doc Gooden, John Flaherty, Chris Chambliss, Clay Bellinger. We thought we were about to get Cody Bellinger this year. 877-337-6666. I got to break it down. The Knicks are starting to create some space. 32-27 in the garden right now over the Rockets. It was closed for a little bit, but uh, we got a little bit more to do. I'm on for another hour and some change. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, yeah. 22 degrees outside. Keith McPherson on the fan. Like, I hate the winter so much. I've been in New York for about a decade. I mean, I obviously grew up in the shore area. I'm used to it, but like, I dream of moving to Florida or LA or somewhere where it just doesn't, it doesn't get like this. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. And like, I move every year. I, I feel like I've lived in seven different apartments over the last seven, eight years. And I'm in a new place now because of my baby. I'm just trying to be in a good spot for him. And man, I was in Home Depot a couple of weeks ago. I've sealed up all the windows. You guys, have heard me complain about my like throat and my voice because of the dry air, the heat coming into the apartment. Knock on wood, I think I, I've solved that. But I have humidifiers in every room. I have all the windows sealed. Uh, we're running the heat all day now. I'm just like, why? Why? Why do we have to do all this just to exist? Just to be like, even coming here, I was talking to Rich Ackerman. He's like, still cold out there? I'm like, yeah, you bet. I'm seeing people in New York walking, and, and the cold is kicking their ass. The wind is beating them up. It's pushing them back. They're trying to cover themselves. And even me, I, I got the hat. I got the scarf. I got the gloves. I got the heavy jacket, and I'm still cold. My feet are cold. I'm like, oh, I should have wear, worn double socks. <laughs> this is what we have to do. It's just part of living here. And then we wonder why. Yamamoto doesn't want to come to New York. <laughs> we wonder why some of these free agents are like, nah, I'm good. I'd rather go to L.A. It's not just the money. It's not just the team. Sometimes these guys just want to live somewhere where they're not going to have to go through a winter like this. 877-337-6666. At least the snow wasn't that bad a couple nights ago. You know, I always think about that as I'm, I drive in at night and then I got to drive home at 2 a.m. or 12 a.m. I'm like, oh. Hope, hope I don't hit any uh, black ice or, you know, car skids off. Like, getting home is harder than doing the job. <laughs> All right, but back to what we were talking about, man. We were talking NFL. We were talking baseball. I'm in here watching the Knicks. My Casamigos big shot of the night. An early one. That'll come up at 9. I usually do that at 11, but I'm not going to be on at 11 tonight, so we'll get that done at 9. Uh, we were talking about Mike McCarthy and I had in my notes from earlier today, I saw a post about Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is escaping all the blame. Dan Quinn is riding off into the sunset to be a head coach again. And Dan Rogers wrote on Twitter that Dan Quinn's offensive coaches back in 2016 
when the Falcons went to the Super Bowl were Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur, and Mike McDaniel, right? So that's the head coach of the 49ers, the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, all playoff teams. Kyle Shanahan and Matt LaFleur will face off this weekend. Advantage Kyle Shanahan, of course. But the last part of that tweet reads that Dan Quinn is 0-6 against those guys, including a playoff loss in each of the last three seasons. So Dan Quinn, DQ, this defensive mastermind, right, who they love to put the camera on because he stands up during the games and he's fiery and I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It seems like the guys that were working with him got his number. They know exactly what to do. They know exactly what to dial up. They know exactly what to call to beat Dan Quinn's defense. 877-337-6666. He can go back to Seattle or he can go to wherever. I don't I don't know. He's he's interviewed, I think, with the Chargers, the Titans. Somebody's going to hire this guy. And if they didn't, I think the Cowboys would fire the guy. I don't expect him to come back. McCarthy's back. I don't expect Dan Quinn to come back. And we'll see what his two offensive coaches do this weekend, Kyle Shanahan versus Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur went right at him last week. Kyle Shanahan, earlier in the season, dominated him, smacked him. So here we are. Eric is in Yonkers. What's up, Eric? You're on the fan. Yeah, a long time. Uh, I called you a couple of times before, but I haven't talked to you in a while. Long time listener. Anyway, uh, the reason I, I called was uh, I know you're a big Yankees fan. And uh, I, I remember going back to the old Yankee Stadium where my father used to take me and my brother. He's one year younger than me. Back in the late 50s with Mickey Mantle. Roger Maris, Yogi Berra. Nice. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. Nobody took me to the ballpark. Wait, wait. We used to walk there. We used to to walk there. Because we lived on 148th Street and uh, 3rd Avenue, which is walking distance. What a time to be alive. Yeah. And uh, the the one thing was 50 Cent Breaches. 50 cent bleachers. <laughs> 50 cent. Can you imagine? Nah. Go to a ball game. 50 bucks 50 to sit cent. in the bleachers now. 203 has become so it's popular. 50 cent. It's not 50 cents. No. It's 50 cent. No, it's 50. Like, for some some games, some premium games, like if it's Red Sox or if it's it's Mets, it's 50 bucks to sit the in the bleachers. No, I'm serious. For Section 203, it's too popular. There's so many people sitting in 203 now. I'm like, this. we've made this too popular. I'm in here wearing a bleacher shirt, ball, Vinny. <laughs> The cowbell man, the rest of the gang, all the creatures, <laughs> section 39 to 203, we've made the bleacher creatures in that section so popular. People are like, oh, where am I going to sit? Yeah, right. Wow. Right there. Anyway, anyway, that's not the real reason I called. But the real reason was, uh, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers uh, with the uh, Green Bay Packers beating up <laughs> on Dallas Cowboys? How do you think Aaron Rodgers I, feels? He I, leaves. He leaves. And they'd be up uh, a pretty good team. Yeah, I, how do you think he feels? I can't imagine it's. I can't imagine it's starting his 2024 off well after a disastrous end to 2023. Right, you know, his right. season getting taken away from him. Him saying he cried all day the day after. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and then when you think about Mark Murphy and the Packers, they made that decision. They they had conviction about it. They were dead set on it. They were done with Aaron Rodgers. And look yeah. at them. They're in the divisional round. It's it's tough. Nobody wants yeah, to. Yeah, they want to get rid of them. Imagine that. Love, love showed it. Yeah, love nobody, nobody it. wants to be shown it. the door 
and then see the place that you were great at, the place where you were arguably the greatest player in their history, thrive without right. you. Your last game was in Lambeau. You lost right. to the Lions. You couldn't get them to the playoffs. Yep. The year you're gone, not only do they go to the playoffs, they put up 48 points on the Dallas Cowboys in the, yep. the division. And guess what? I got a new thing with Aaron Rodgers. It's called Aaron Rodgers over and out. You know Roger over and out? Yeah, Roger that. Huh? Yeah, Roger that. 10-4. Roger over and out. All right, Keith, <laughs> nice talking to you. Talk to you. Good call, Eric. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, I was listening to the conversation today. Uh, Evan and Tiki opened up talking about these young quarterbacks, and they're they're 100% correct. And then, you know, Tiki kind of jumping the gun on Evan to be like, yeah, you see the trend in the NFL with these young quarterbacks, and you're expecting this 40-year-old quarterback coming off an Achilles injury to lead you to the promised land? Like, But I, I'm rooting for Aaron Rodgers next year. I am rooting for Aaron Rodgers to prove the naysayers wrong, get back to balling, and 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 do less of the other stuff. Do less of the politics, the vaccination stuff, the ayahuasca endorsing. Get back to playing football, man. You're one of the best we've ever seen. These Jets fans need it. Stay down till you come up. There should be a huge come up in this next year with Aaron Rodgers being healthy. They got to draft O-line. They got to bring some O-linemen in. It's a deep draft for wide receivers. They're going to be able to find some talented wide receivers. And Aaron Rodgers got to get back to just playing football, and I heard about the Rich Cimini article and, oh, he looked great at the end. Like, whatever. I don't want to see the guy get hurt. I do want to see the guy return to the NFL. The NFL is better with Aaron Rodgers, plain and simple. A healthy Aaron Rodgers. And we didn't get that story this year. Try to tell y'all hard knocks, worse than the Madden curse. Try to tell y'all Aaron Rodgers, he's got some bad karma out there mixed with the Jets curse. We should have known, but it's just one year. I am rooting for Aaron Rodgers to come back healthy. I think, you know, as I'm talking about the Dallas Cowboys using this defeat as fuel for the offseason, right? Like, Aaron Rodgers should use all this as fuel for the offseason. Get stronger. And I also said this about Aaron Rodgers. This is the first season Aaron Rodgers was a complete spectator on Sundays. He said he watched more football than he has since he's been in the league. That helps a guy. That's going to help Nathaniel Hackett. That's going to help their offense. That's going to help the Jets because Aaron Rodgers is a savant. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best football minds we've heard speak about the game. So the fact that he got to watch all these games, he's still watching the playoffs. He's going to see different routes. He's going to see different schemes, different things that he can implement into the Jets offense, right? Nathaniel Hackett comes out and says, oh, he didn't realize Brees Hall was the horse that he was. Aaron Rodgers knows, and he knows how to use him. And Garrett Wilson changing his number. Garrett Wilson, he's going to be the same guy he is, but better with Aaron Rodgers. You can you can depend on him. They got to get another weapon. I'm not sure who that's going to be. I don't think it's going to be Devontae Adams, but you know, as much as I've been critical of Aaron Rodgers, even hating on Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you got to think about it. I'm a Cowboys fan. Think about how Rodgers has owned the Dallas Cowboys, and even in the first year he's not with the Packers, the Packers still own the Dallas Cowboys. I'm rooting for the guy to come back healthy, not just for one year, for two years, and be the old man that can still do it. You know, I know Tom Brady is an exception. I know Tom Brady is It's rare to see that happen, but if they keep him upright, if they have a good offensive line, you got a good running back, you get another wide receiver, we know that defense is going to return and be what they are. Why can't Aaron Rodgers lead the Jets to the playoffs 
I'm not going to say Super Bowl. The goal has to be to end the drought. Let's go to Jeff in Clinton, Connecticut on the fan. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Keith. How you doing tonight? Great show. I'm good. Thanks for calling. Thanks for joining the show. So I'm a diehard Cowboys fan just like you. And I went to the home opener against the Giants. They blew them out. I, I was, was there as well. High. Good yep, time. It was a great game. I brought three Giants fans with me, too. So I was, was, I was with all Giants fans. I had no Dallas Cowboys fans with me. Right. So, I mean, talking about this playoff game with the Packers, I mean, we have to put the blame on Dan Quinn. Like, what game plan? Like, why would you do zone coverage? I mean, how many times was Dobbs just wide open? Receivers were wide open with no Cowboys in sight. Like, yeah, yeah. We, they we, knew. We they blitzed. knew. They we knew they were Dan. running zone, and you could see there's one play that sticks out in my mind so much when I think it was man when Stephen Gilmore was trailing Romeo Dobbs and he undercut yep. the route and he he tripped him. And Dobbs kept yep. his feet and then he broke his his route out to the right. And Jordan Love, before yep. he got hit, just dropped the ball in and there was no one around him. Yeah. And yep. those Nobody. guys were playing backyard football on Dan Quinn's defense. They were out there just What was he thinking? <laughs> I, don't I don't get it. Sabotage on the way it. out. I think he was he thinking these guys the are banged up and this team is young and I don't think we can match up with the man to man. Wow. That that was probably the worst game. Not to mention I thought we were in trouble too when Green Bay decided to take the the ball on the kickoff. Oh, I knew. One of my boys texted me. He was like, "Who won the kickoff?" I'm like, "Green Bay won the kickoff. They elected they to take the ball and 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 go right down the field." and punch the Cowboys in the mouth, and that's a bad sign in the beginning of the game. And then I saw, you know, the Detroit game, when Detroit just stormed down the field with a minute and ten. Don't get me started on the clock management there. They should have ran the ball three times. But regardless, they let the Detroit Lions just run down the field with a minute and ten left. No problem. Touchdown. We should have lost that game, honestly. Yeah. Um, That's why I said they didn't deserve the number two seed, and it showed. It showed. Yeah, it did. It, you know, and I think Dak gets so much blame when really, I mean, he he, he can take us there. I promise you. He, he can do it. You know, same thing with Romo. Uh, everybody was on Romo. Look at Romo's stats, man. I mean, he was a stud, too. Yeah, it's they're good quarterbacks, but you're, you're judged on what you do in the games that matter. These regular season games right. don't matter. Now everybody's talking about how great Jordan Love is off of one playoff performance. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, he was throwing dimes, Keith. Oh, he's good. I I said, man, watching him and CJ Stroud, I'm like, those two kids are the future. Like, when if I'm if I'm Brian Dable and I'm looking for a quarterback, I'm looking for a quarterback that plays like those two guys. Those guys are playing basketball out there. It looks like they're shooting. Daniel Jones ain't the answer. Daniel Jones, no, and and we know that. And I know we're gonna play the whole Daniel Jones, you know, recovering from his ACL surgery and. We're going to play that whole game that he's the quarterback for the Giants, but we know. We, we've seen enough. It's a large sample size of Daniel Jones. We know. Quick, quick question, Keith. Where do you think um, Belichick's going, seeing that now McCarthy's staying in Dallas? Atlanta makes a lot of sense. I think Harbaugh yeah. goes to San Diego. I think Atlanta makes a lot of sense for Bill Belichick. Hey, Keith, thanks again for the call. I love it. Have a good show. Thanks for the call, Jeff. 877-337, a six, a six, two more sixes will get you on the show. I see people calling up to talk Cowboys, talk Texans, Ravens game, and uh, Chris and Maryland, I'm going to come to you first because I always want to talk baseball. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. 
Another day and night. KM to PM tonight. Doesn't have the same ring to it. KM, KM. An another three hour KM to PM. On the fan. <laughs> 877-337-6666. I was thinking today about what I was talking about before, and I actually came up with the name. I think I put out Oscar Gonzalez out there because his name was in my head since they cut him to make room for Strowman, but they also signed Bubba Thompson, who nobody knows, but I remember when I saw the Yankees signed Bubba Thompson, people were like, oh, he's a speedster, so I guess he might potentially be a fourth outfielder or a you know pinch runner. Who, who knows? He's just really a spring training invite. Um, but I was thinking about this year with the Yankees and, and all the Yankee circles that I'm in and people that I talk to. And uh, Shout out to C-Mac. We got to do another episode of BXB, the Bronx Baseball Podcast. I think after we see the, you know, the Stroman press conference tomorrow, it probably makes sense to do uh, another podcast. But I was thinking about Juan Soto and all of the expectations and pressure and thoughts about this year. Like, just being able to pull off the Juan Soto trade, I'm content with the Yankees. But they didn't just do that. If they don't get Blake Snell, I'm fine with it. I think a lot of times we want these players just because it's like, this is the guy who's available. Like, a, a lot of us wanted Carlos Rodon last year. And I had that thought. Like, I was all in on them getting Carlos Rodon because he was available. Because we needed another pitcher. You traded Jordan Montgomery away. Now, who would you rather have, Monty or Rodon? I'd rather have Monty. And now Monty doesn't want to come back here, so I don't think that's a possibility. But I don't know. I'm kind of cutting the, the Yankees some slack. They heard you. I feel like they heard us more than ever. I feel like Cashman had a bunch of bookmarked tweets. You know, I feel like Hal Steinbrenner admitted. He said our fans deserve better than this. This is, this is not it. Yeah, we're going to sign Aaron Judge, and he saw to it. Yeah, we're going to make the trade for Juan Soto, he saw to it. But also, Cashman's been stuck in his ways for a long time. He's not going to get finessed. He's not going to do something that he doesn't want to do. He's not going to make a deal just to make a deal to appease the fan base if he doesn't think it's the right move to make. So if you know fans want to give Blake Snell $240 million, it's not happening. They offered him $150 million. If you want to be a Yankee, if you want to join this star-studded team, in the greatest city in the world, with the best fans in the league, come on down. But if you want to go to Anaheim with Ron Washington and be in the basement with the Angels and get worked for the next 10 years that you make that much money, go ahead. Go ahead. You know. And speaking about you know these deals, I saw Hector Gomez put out that relief pitcher Hector Neris is seeking a three-year, $50 million deal. The Yankees are showing a lot of interest in him. I said, no, 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 no. Finesse him down. Talk him down. Three years, $50 million? To put another right-handed pitcher in our bullpen? Former Astro? I also think there's probably some games there because the Astros probably want to retain their guy. And he was he was solid. And we, we need more bullpen depth. But I think they can get him for a, a cheaper deal. We'll see. There's still time. But time is burning, right? We know that in less than a month, pitchers and catchers report. And I know people are putting that as like a hard deadline to sign players. It's not. Trades happen during spring training. Players are at home during spring training and get signed. So I'm holding out hope that there's another move, either a trade or a signing for another pitcher because as I see it right now, who's the number two behind Cole? You need a solid one-two punch. You all know this. We we just watched the postseason. You need the pitching. You got to have an ace, follow up an ace. And even your aces can get rocked. 
But I, I don't feel comfortable right now if we're thinking we're going into the postseason where it's a one-year deal with Juan Soto and the Yankees have to get back to the World Series and literally win the World Series with this guy who's here and Verdugo who's here. and They're going to pitch Cole game one and Carlos Rodon game two and Marcus Stroman game three. Those guys might not even be healthy in October. Chris is in Maryland. What's up, Chris? You're on the fan. Hey there. Uh, happy New Year, for one. I'm so know it's late, but I haven't. I don't think I've talked to you this year. I've been saying Happy 2024 when I run into people. Uh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> um, um, uh, real quick to the gentleman who said about the 50 cent tickets. If any of those older guys get on there, get on the radio, if they remember anything about Tommy Hendrick, my dad's favorite player, I'd love to hear it. That would be to all the fellows who got. Might have seen him play. I'd yeah, you had hearing. you had me googling, and of course, you know our yeah. haters online. Somebody was like, "How do you not know this guy?" I'm like, "Bro, I started watching the Yankees in '98. Like, I'm supposed <laughs> to. I I didn't study. There was no course in my college of Yankee history. I don't know every single Yankee." Well, and I got and I listened to you about the thing. Reggie Jackson, my second favorite player growing up. Um, I'm chronologically. Um, Roberto Clemente was first and then Reggie. The best game, if anybody's missing baseball, would go watch the 71 All-Star game. And um, you, you know, if you don't like, just watch the first three innings. If you don't like baseball and you watch that, and you'll either like, if you I don't think I, like. I think that's on YouTube. I think I've seen that. Oh, my. The 22 would be Hall of Famers in that, on those rosters. Um, you mentioned Spike. Are you talking about Spike Lee? <laughs> that's I know you're not joking, but that, I'm that's, not. No, <laughs> that's that's one of those things that gets you. Uh no. Shout out to Spike Lee though, big Yankee fan. He came to the fan cave and I've met him in Legends a couple times. Oh, okay, but it's okay. But check this out. But no, but like that's great, Chris, because I know you're down in Maryland. I know you get the fan down there. Or are you listening on Odyssey, Odyssey yeah, app? Or are you getting the I radio mean, down the there? Radio. I don't have anything. And, and that's what I'm talking about. There are people that listen to WFAN. They have no idea who Spike Eskin is behind the scenes. They know. They have no idea that they hear me at night because Spike chose me to be the nighttime host. Well, I get your signal right about. In the, uh, it fades out about four in the morning, and then it's not much in the daytime. But here in the evening, and you run the best anyway. I've heard on the radio, and we don't have much of anybody here in Washington <laughs> Thank you. for baseball. No, but you're just even keel, and, um, you know, not, you know, uh, uh, narratives or anything like that, it seems like. So I like that, and I just like baseball talk. We don't get much down here in Washington. I always want to talk baseball, man. I mean, anytime. It's always baseball season on the fan. I love the game. I'm a Yankee fan. I know there's Yankee fans everywhere. But I'm not. I'm not a Yankee fan. Now I'm once. I'm a. I'm a baseball player fan. Okay. But I have my teams. Uh, but I'm. I'm rooting for Juan Soto. Um. Um. But you mentioned all those guys. But yeah, I'm all over the the seventies. Uh, Yankees, Roy White, you mentioned Chambliss, you mentioned Bucky Dent, you, um, who else did you say? I'm Chris Chambliss, Gator, I've, I've run Gator, into them Gator. at Yankee Stadium. 1.78. Yeah, they're all, they're all great. They're, I love um, seeing those guys. They're and, way before my time, but like, they show me love. Well, anyway, there was just, I thought you were talking about Spike, because I know he's a Nick fan, but, um, he had a movie, Crooklyn. And in the movie Crooklyn, the, the kids are in one little scene, the kids are playing this board game out on their stoop. And it's a rolling dice. It's a game close to automatic. And where I grew up playing that is made in Glenhead, New York, wherever that is. And um, we used to play that, and that's how it got me 
good at mathematics and knew a lot about baseball from that. And one last thing, if I may, I wish baseball would do like basketball as a game on national TV tonight on ABC. I would hope that baseball would bring back a game of the week. And they, I think they that, do on Fox. Uh, oh yeah, and then Sunday night that. baseball on ESPN. Yeah, they did do. You're right. You're right. They did start doing. It's just not as advertised and, and definitely it, not as watched. It, it, I guess they used to, I was always looking for it in the afternoon, and I kept yeah Saturday, and that's true. That's I, I'll be checking that out more and more. Um, and I might guess that's it for now. You get back to your other callers, and I'll be listening. And you do a great job. I mean that. Appreciate hey, it, Chris. Your, and get your cat to keep you warm. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thanks for the call, Chris. All the way down uh, past the Mason-Dixon line on the fan in New York. Keith McPherson on the fan. I've got uh, like 30, 40 minutes left. Let's take a break. Marco will hit you with the update. Coming up, my Casamigos, big shot of the night, BRB. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.